Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Welcome to Stance for Health. We're going to talk about one of the most important minerals that you can have that is just so essential to health. And it is Dr. Rodney. Magnesium. (laughs) Right? Yes. Very neglected, but so necessary. And it's a simple way to improve your health. We got a lot of information from Dan Murphy and from a book called The Magnesium Miracle. It was written by Carolyn Dean, if you want to do more research. So to get started, why... Dr. Rodney is, why Dr. Rodney is magnesium so important? It's breathtaking how many different things that it actually does. When you think about how many reactions in the body that are catalyzed, in other words, there, it is like, it's almost like an enzyme to those reactions without magnesium, they don't happen. This Who end, knew? Yeah. And, and we're, and we're talking about not a small number of reactions. I could count on probably one hand, the number of reactions I can remember off the top of, off the top of my head. <laughs> and yet we, in this, in this literature that we've read, I see 600 and you saw 700. So yeah, between six and 700 metabolic re- reactions. reactions. So if we were going to hit the highlights, the one that stands out to me the most as a former bodybuilder and somebody who liked liked lifting weights and exercising, protein, the synthesis of protein in your body cannot take place without magnesium present. Okay, explain that a little bit more. Okay, so in the in the formation up from amino acids, which is what proteins are made of, if you break down a, a protein rich meal, let's say. Mm-hmm. Your body still has to reconfigure that, break that down into amino acids, and then reformat it into the usable proteins for your body. It uses magnesium in that process. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's second on the list. But number one on the list is how many of you feel kind of run down? You oh, know, a lot have, of have, people have right we, now. Have yeah. we ever felt run down? Yes. No so, energy. And I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. I'm so excited about this today, but creating energy is convert. Basically magnesium converts food energy into ATP. And uh, ATP is what? It's like, if you wanted to go, let's just say the, the American currency is the dollar. It's based on the dollar. ATP is the energy currency for the body. body. In other words, you got to be able to spend, you got to have ATP to spend. So the ATP has to bind with the magnesium in order to activate. And it it helps then 
guess how many cells it says in mind that it, we have a hundred trillion. It says a hundred trillion cells need activated ATP to conduct this biochemical process. So without magnesium, ATP can't be activated and be used as an energy source. Wow. Basically aids in muscle contraction, relaxation. You just said something about cells in the whole body. Mm -hmm. What if you don't have enough magnesium and this ability to actually help move your muscles and the actin and myosin filaments at the molecular level? Magnesium is part of that whole process in the muscle. We're not even talking about the brain yet. This is the heart muscle we're talking about. Muscles in the body heart muscle is, is, is a muscle. It's one of those things. And if you're lacking magnesium, you're in big trouble. You are. And, and you know, basically those healthy muscles need for that contraction and relaxation cycle of the muscle. That's why people get muscle cramps. They don't have enough magnesium. Yeah. Yeah. And depleting that. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because it, it, I will mention that later in the, in the podcast here, but you can, there are ways to deplete magnesium in your body, even if you're getting enough. Well, the other part about whether you can get it from food or not, is that so much of the food that gives you magnesium is very well-sourced green leafy vegetables mm-hmm. and some nuts and seeds that we've discovered aren't necessarily that the best for us. So what's going on is that the, the ground that the soil where food is, those vegetables are grown is deficient in magnesium. So it is really of essence that everyone take a magnesium supplement. To just piggyback with that, one of the things that gets certain ones of these plants to market quicker is the ability to, to dry some, some of these things and to, to kill off uh, the bad guys like weeds and things like that, that are competing with those. Now we're not saying that an organic farm does that because that's, they're saying they don't, but you can, you, if you share the ground with somebody two farms over that does use pesticides or herbicides, now you're talking about groundwater contamination mm-hmm. of something called glyphosate. Wow. Glyphosate has a tendency to compete with magnesium in its absorption for plants. So you're going to have plants that don't absorb magnesium well because of this glyphosate. And so many families, when we talk about eating organic foods in a financial bind and don't necessarily always get get the organic ones just because of cost. You you, actually, you and I were talking just before the podcast started here and, and you said, we have a really cheap source of some really good magnesium. And it's this brand that uh, of the article that's this, that your, some of your research is based mm-hmm. on. Can you tell us more about that? It's neutral West okay. and they have combined the three types of magnesium because you can go out and buy it at the place where you buy your, your supplements, but it will mainly be citrate. Mm -hmm. So magnesium citrate is basically the main ingredient in milk of magnesia. I don't know if you know what that is, but it it is a laxative. (laughs) So you have to be really careful because your body is not absorbing it. It's not doing you any good. In fact, it can actually do you harm if you are taking too much of it. But the one that we have, which is from Neutral West, 
actually balances out the malate and the glyconate. And to boot, one of the things that a lot of us will recognize is the, you know, how good is the absorption? Am I just going to go to the bathroom and, and this is just going to go out? Well, that's where taurine comes in and taurine is actually found in this particular supplement that actually helps in the absorption of it and the uh, the actual use of the magnesium, it's, it becomes available for your body. Now, a, a lot of us have concern of about, and in my family on another subject is the subject of diabetes. Uh, my uncle had it. I'm thinking about several different relatives that have had diabetes. And it's because of that, you have to think about, okay, what can help me bypass that. Now I'm I'm talking about low cost ways to do this and magnesium is one of those because when you have adequate amounts of of magnesium it actually helps to monitor blood sugar and insulin sensitivity preventing type 2 diabetes. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. When you have it's almost like having good guys the equivalent to having mm-hmm. enough of the good guys in your GI tract so that the bad guys can't you know there's no room for them. So if you have adequate amounts of magnesium, then, then, then obviously the, the blood sugar molecule glucose, or even the ketones would be able to find what they're supposed to do. Well, and we just did podcasts on uncovering sleep secrets. That could be one of the ways that it, indirect ways that it does, because basically magnesium helps you sleep better mm. because what you have, it buffers sleep and helps you do is lower the cortisol so that you can not be awake at night. And so that when cortisol is lowered, then the melatonin can be produced more readily. And so the magnesium group helps to lower the C-reactive protein, which is what keeps you awake. It disrupts your sleep and that circadian rhythm. Oh, that actually makes sense. It really does because at night there are certain cytokines that are active. And if, if those cytokines are reacting with cortisol, now you've got, you've got a dangerous combination because of the way that that works. You know, cortisol levels uh, are actually elevated in the morning. So it fool your body into thinking that it's time to wake up. Right. Right. So that's, that could be dangerous. Well, what about uh, some of the things that just catch people's attention these days, right? Mm -hmm. We're just coming off of a pandemic. A lot of people think it's just over Mm -hmm. uh, ostensibly, right? Mm -hmm. We have these words popping out a lot about anxiety, depression, Mm -hmm. and even heart attacks. Yeah. Is there anything that you can find that's that magnesium's been able to help with with regard to those things? Well, what magnesium does is it buffers the stress hormones. And so a heart attacks come from stress. Mm. And so a lot of things can generate stress, both psychological and physical, but from yeah. the, the mental factors, environmental toxins, all kinds of things from your food, drug side effects, all those things are stressors. Now you have good stress, use stress, mm-hmm. that uh, it still releases stress hormones that are going to deplete magnesium, but especially think about a stressful job, a stressful commute, and then you get home to family problems and try to relax. And then it's time to go to bed. And so (laughs) that unfortunately is the cycle that too many people have. And so they're not resting well at night. 
And so that's what magnesium will do. It'll basically buffer those stress hormones and reduces the damaging effects. Okay. So you're, you're talking about anxiety, depression. I actually had a patient years ago now, uh, we're talking about what happens when you don't have adequate amounts of magnesium. And from a nervous system standpoint, a lot of people don't look first to magnesium for a source of migraine headaches. And yet that's a huge trigger. It can be a problem uh, for the nervous system. It can actually express itself in the form of migraines. And magnesium has shown there's been studies done, especially in children that were having migraines. They gave them the magnesium and they had incredible improvement. Nice. They had specific evidence of improvement that that was what was helping with that. And so basically if they found that during a migraine attack, they measured the, the magnesium levels and found that people that were suffering from migraines had a uh, lower level of magnesium. Okay. So that sounds like some decent research there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, earlier we mentioned its effect on muscle. If it actually helps muscles glide, muscles do their job. So the heart muscle is almost always working. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I mean, it gets a little bit of a break in between Mm -hmm. beats. Obviously, if you have decreased amounts of magnesium, serum magnesium, you'll have cardiovascular disease or you could eventually develop that. And And then obviously, because of that, what? You could die. Sudden cardiac death. Well, the magnesium helps to, is the part of the relaxation cycle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the calcium is the contraction, magnesium is the relaxation. So they work together. And so that's where a lot of people are taking calcium, but not magnesium. And, and they really don't need to. Right. And so that's Take the calcium. It is a, it's a sidebar. It's when you start talking about calcium and magnesium ratios, the reality is most of us get calcium, enough calcium in our diets. We just don't get enough magnesium in our diets. Because of what we talked about, the right. depletion of for the that, soil. For that reason. Yeah. Wow. That's good. I think we've done a pretty good job of establishing the importance of magnesium. Yes. Don't you think? Yes, absolutely. What, a, what about how much do you think we need? If you had to guess how much magnesium do you think we actually need? I don't know. That is such a good question. Do you have the answer? I, I do. Uh, and I used to think it was, it was a lot less than it is, but it's anywhere from someone say 300, you know, 200 milligrams of oral magnesium citrate per day. But what if you had that combined? It's actually, when you consider it, there's a reality of for optimal health, it could be as high as between six and 900 milligrams per day. Okay. And that, that really is important. Dr. Murphy, who we respect so much has taken quotes from the magnesium miracle, the same book we talked about. And it said, take your first dose when you wake up in the morning and your last dose at bedtime. Mm -hmm. And so the the thing is, when you talked about how much magnesium to take, like we said, there is no side effect from taking too much. I think that that you have loose stool. Loose stool. And I think most of us don't really suffer that way. Mm -hmm. I think most of us are are the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're getting a little personal there. So, you know, magnesium stores or we talked about earlier, how do you, how can you actually deplete your magnesium stores? Mm, that's a great right? topic. There, there are some obvious ways is stress. It's oh, actually yeah. one of those stress minerals, right? Mm-hmm. What about lack of sleep? Well, that's a, 
paradox, right? Yeah, it is. You need magnesium to sleep, but depletion of sleep can actually lead to less magnesium. Yes, because that also affects the adrenals and you have to have adrenaline to fall asleep. And that's something. A lot of folks out there that, that alcohol, I enjoy it, but that's one of the things that depletes stores of magnesium. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that are wine lovers or beer lovers, this is, you know, you got to con- consider at least either dropping the amount of that that you drink or increasing the amount of magnesium that you consume. It's got to, it's got to be either or both. Right? And then another one is certain prescription drugs. Obviously, if you're taking diuretics, that's causing a lot of the nutrition to go out of your body. Statins and Man. fluoride and wow. fluoride containing drugs. And what happens, this magnesium then is depleted. Mm. Yeah. So you got this, you know, decline in insulin levels, all these factors, you know, the majority of people in the Western world, no wonder we're so sick. We're, we're mm-hmm. magnesium deficient. All the other things that we thought we knew about getting over the magic word of, of a virus, right? Seems like this is the unsung hero. Why? Yeah. Because we're hearing so much about zinc. We're hearing about vitamin C. We're hearing about melatonin. We're hearing, we're hearing about all these different things. Vitamin D, for instance, mm-hmm. right? And, and B vitamins, you know, I need to get a B vitamin shot. Well, why did you need a B vitamin shot? Right? One of the things that's so yeah. interesting with this is that you can't really take a blood test to see if you need magnesium because most of it's in the bones and in the muscle and only 1% of it is in the blood. So there's other ways to be able to tell why you might be deficient. Mm. Warning signs. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're talking about? We actually had a patient come in earlier today. Do you take any of these supplements on this list of things that really help your body function better and are optimum, when they're optimum, you're going to actually end up being healthy or healthier. And I pointed at all of them. She got to magnesium. She said, I don't take that. Mm-hmm. It's she, an and, unsung hero, yeah. unknown, unglamorous. And omega-3. She's like, what's, what's that? And I said, well, it's probably considered fish oil. She's like, well, what does that taste like? And so we got into this conversation, but here, here's the thing. The reason why we got on this whole topic was because she was having tingling down her arm. It, it could have easily been something that you'd consider, uh, I, you know, I, maybe I've got a pinched nerve. That's, that was her thought. The reality of it is, if you're magnesium deficient, that's actually, if you're chronically deficient in it, that's one of the symptoms. Spasms, seizures, numbness, tingling, and personality changes. What? Okay. With magnesium. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Wow. So... A lot of us think, well, we're going to get it in our diet. Well, okay, get it in your diet and then supplement too. Because even if you're getting organic food, there's no guarantee that that organic farmer has high levels of magnesium in the soil, right? And let me ask you this week, how many of you have eaten your dark green leafy vegetables or juicing those vegetables? So that would be spinach, Swiss chard, turnip greens, beet greens, collard greens, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, kale, bok choy, and romaine lettuce. Those actually seem like the kind of things that you'd want to fast, right? <laughs> want to fast from those things. Like what? Gonna give up anything. Yeah, which of those things am I going to give up for? Give up for you know fasting? And and here here's the thing that I I I love about 
some of the deeper research that we did is that it's like, well, where is magnesium in the plant? Well, it's actually at the center of the chlorophyll molecule. It's hidden right there. That's where it is. So that's why it's in green leafy vegetables is because the more chlorophyll it has, the more magnesium it's likely to have. There you go. How about that? And so you can get other foods, not just those. These are the more yummy ones. Avocados, (laughs) certain nuts, almonds and Brazil nuts are a good source. Fatty fish. Now now we're talking. Fatty fish is magnesium? Yeah, salmon. And holy mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> she said that because I like to say that. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Squash and herbs and spices, but make sure they don't have MSG. So the herbs and spices are coriander, chives, cumin, hey, I like the parsley, taste. mustard seeds, fennel, basil, and cloves. You know, this next one, a lot of people think, well, I'm getting plenty of fruits and berries. Now, stop for just a second. Most of the fruit that we have right now on the market, I'm not going to be telling you are on this list. Because when you think of fruits, apple, you think of an apple. And I know most of you are thinking banana, banana, orange, uh, plums, maybe, right? A lot of those things, aren't they now, if you, if you do your research, just look, maybe you just trust me to do my research and, and it's coming from me and you trust it. Listen, they do a lot of GMO modification on these plants, which means that in order for you to like their product, even though it's natural, quote natural, they have bred it in order to have a lot more glucose. Well, isn't that good? Cause it tastes better. Yes, but it actually, that's becomes more pro inflammatory. Wow. Yeah. So the list is actually more like blueberries. And what else, what else was on that? I lost that one. It's, uh, it's that one, right? Raspberries, there. strawberries. Those are the ones that we'll say will okay. work. All the right. berries. I, I like, and I like papaya. Well, and one that you might want to try is unsweetened cocoa powder. So what? make yourself some brownies with with uh, monk fruit it's kind of an and alkaloid is, isn't yes, it yeah but they also but the other kind of coffee and, and chocolate and sugar and all of those other things can deplete your magnesium so it's important just in recapping we're talking about getting enough magnesium and something that you can start today if you are in the texas area or even if you're not we ship these NutriWest supplements to several different states. So if you are interested in that, just send us a direct message below and let us know. Get started with what has been called by Carolyn Dean in her book. She calls it the magnesium miracle. I mm. believe it's very unknown. It's an unsung hero. Isn't that something? Yeah. Because if you take magnesium, you really are taking a stance. Because of all of these things that it does, it's a strong stance. And that's why we want to equip you with these things so that you can take your stance and live long, go the distance, live as as strong and as free from being disabled as you possibly can, as long as you can for this life, right? So you get to do what only you can do. This has been Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rodney and Karen. We will talk to you next time if you enjoyed this. Please subscribe 
share it with someone else that you think might need magnesium. (laughs) And uh, we look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for joining us at Stands for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.